Welcome to It Is What It Is, or Is It? I'm your host, Kay Francis, a licensed marriage and family therapist from Knoxville. I'm the author and creator of The It's It's, a children's book series, and my podcast topics will draw from my 40 years of experience in the fields of psychology and business. That includes executive coaching, training, and online program development. Good morning. We start today's podcast with our first pair of internal needs, self-love and self-power. The GEM model I introduced in last week's podcast shows the six internal needs broken into pairs, which forms three sets of relationships. For those of you that didn't hear the podcast, the GEM diagram is posted on our Facebook for your reference. Today's podcast and the following two will discuss each pair of needs in their order and what their purpose is and what they will mean and do mean to you. So we begin today with that first pair, and as I previously pointed out, these pair of internal needs, self-love and self-power, are placed at the very top of the triangle. And that's been done specifically, as they are the most vital pair of needs of all six of the needs. They represent your relationship with yourself, a relationship that will develop the attributes and personality traits that impact your success and your overall happiness. Let's define self-love. Self-love is a liking for and satisfaction with yourself, a sense of self-worth, self-respect, and self-appreciation. Nothing is more critical for achieving personal satisfaction, success, and effectiveness than recognizing and acknowledging that you actually have a personal need for self-love. It's not always easy to reach deep inside to experience loving yourself because it often causes painful issues to surface. This inside work can only be done by you. If you go about this inside exploration in a thoughtful and gentle way, the rewards are endless. Self-love is a feeling about yourself that when balanced with self-power promotes personal success. It's that internalized feeling of okayness and calm, that feeling of good about yourself, and an internal calm that acts as a stabilizer in the face of any emotional, mental, physical, or financial crisis. Let's face it, when you're not grounded and when you're out of balance, your life can spin out of control. And I bet that's happened to all of us at some point. These two needs are often overlooked and that's so unfortunate because early in life, you see, you may have received incorrect and confusing messages that were negative that made you feel unworthy of all the wonderful feelings you can derive from self-love. You carried these negative messages into your adulthood, believing them, and even then, as an adult, you struggled to accept that you were now in charge. You didn't have to pay attention to what other people's opinions were or how they, from their backgrounds, brought their issues and got projected onto you. You carried these negative messages into your adulthood, You believed them, and you continued to struggle to accept that you, as an adult, were now in charge of choosing what, when, how, and to what degree you wanted to experience good thoughts, good beliefs, and feelings about you. Other than our Creator, self-love is the strongest internal resource for building self-worth. This is where you can turn inward for comfort and peacefulness. This is where you can discover all that you are, all that you were about, 
and all that you can become. These are your personal truths, not someone else's. Knowing, believing, and having faith that you have the ability to create new truths about who you are is the power that comes from loving yourself in a healthy way. Now, I want to define self-power for you. Self-power is the key to your potential. It's a place within you that is strong and gives you the courage to discover your own talents. Possessing self-power frees you from self-doubt and enhances your self-esteem. Most internal needs cannot be met unless you are willing to take charge of your own life, and self-power is no exception. Once you have experienced positive energy and control by meeting your need for self-love, you will begin to understand its value in your life. Can you remember a time when your body and mind were in tune with one another? It may have been for an hour, it may have been for an entire day, but during those times, you felt great about who you were. Deep inside, you had a feeling of contentment and happiness. You were able to let your creative self take over, exploring your talents and trusting your own judgments. You believed in you. These are the times when your self-love and self-power are balanced and working effectively for you. You felt confident, you believed you could take the good risks in life, and those risks that would allow you to experience your effectiveness and your personal success and your unlimited potential. And you would find out that most of them weren't risks at all. You were just too afraid before to put that step forward. People often think that power comes only through acclaim, financial success, or position. These types of power only represent your power in the outside world. They cannot protect you from the inequities of life. On the other hand, together, self-love and self-power concentrate on the manner in which you were able to take command of your personal life. They are the strength which comes out of self-power, that allows you to control your behavior, your internal responses, and your reactions. These magnificent needs, together, help you build a positive belief about yourself that remains constant, giving you the self-esteem required to meet the negative influences and unexpected stumbling blocks that are thrown into everyone's path. I certainly have experienced some of that, and I'm sure you have as well. Self-love is paired with self-power because when you learn to operate equally out of these two needs, you will experience the positive relationship that they have with one another and how that relationship influences your personality and your day-to-day. If you remember the GEM diagram from last week's podcast and how we took a journey through your six internal needs, you will also remember that there was a smaller circle that was shaded overlapping self-love and self-power. This shaded circle represents the need for there to be a balance between these two critical needs. This will also be true when we focus on the other pairs. Another way of understanding this is to consider a relationship between two people. It could be boss to an employee, could be partners, friendships, mates, co-workers, all types of relationships. But let's just use one as an example. For that relationship, no matter which one it is, for that relationship to develop into a positive experience, two people must work together toward a healthy balance between one another. Each person must be sensitive to the needs of the other while validating his or her own needs. Obviously, before you can balance your behavior, you have to be aware of imbalance. 
within yourself. Think of a teeter-totter. This is maybe another way to put it. It's a long board, seat at each end, held up by a brace in the middle, and one person sits on one end and the other one on the other, and there they go, up and down, up and down. They're balancing that teeter-totter, aren't they? Just as we want balance between self-love and self-power. If somebody decides that they're going to be a bully and try to throw you off, somebody could get hurt. Not unlike what can happen if you don't have some reasonable balance between your internal needs. So they're at the top, and you're sitting on the ground in your seat at the bottom. The game's over. The fun is gone. So keep that as a little bit of a vision, for lack of a better word, to help you kind of see what we're trying to get at here. It's not that it's not easy to see it, but it can be confusing because we're not used to looking at it. Having balance between self-love and self-power is easily identified by specific and observable positive characteristics. And let's, let's kind of look at these characteristics. Now, remember, we're talking about you having balance between self-love and self-power. So how does one look? They are sensitive. This sensitivity comes out of self-love and is expressed through kindness, consideration, gentleness, empathy, and other loving qualities. They are thoughtful. Thoughtful people respect themselves as well as others. They recognize the needs of others and enjoy giving. They do little things that make others feel good. They are very caring, but caring takes time. These people find the time to nurture themselves. They become aware of their own needs, helping them to then become aware of the needs of others. They are self-confident. They believe in themselves. They like who they are and what they are. They believe in their own potential. They are independent. They accept their unique qualities. They believe they have choices. And they're not afraid to take risks. Not unreasonable risks, good risks. They are resourceful and accept their reality. Do you know how important it is to accept your own reality? Do you know how many people avoid that and would rather not look at reality? Many, they're not in the minority. They are good decision makers. They take charge of their lives, but you know, they also manage others and interact with others and feel really good about empowering other people. They are responsible and trust their judgment. They are not afraid to make mistakes. I want to repeat that. They are not afraid to make mistakes. Did you know our mistakes are really an opportunity? They enjoy success. Now, it's also important for us to understand that no one is in perfect balance all of the time. From day to day, the balance may fluctuate depending on your mood, situation, circumstances, or other such variables. But not to worry. Just remain mindful of your six internal needs and continue to attempt to manage them properly. To make clear how critical balance is if you want positive outcomes, let's look at what happens when there is no balance. So first of all, let's look at those whose self-love is low or misdirected. They're unable to separate love from self-love. They pour their love into others, hoping they will be loved in return. They build relationships with others instead of themselves. This decreases their opportunity to build other aspects of their own personalities. If they are not aware or not careful, they internally diminish their personal value and allow others to take advantage of them. They have an unrealistic need for approval. This need overrides their ability to set limits and boundaries for others, especially 
those they love. They will say yes when they should say no. They're terribly afraid of rejection, so they have difficulty communicating their needs to other people. Then, when their needs aren't met, they become resentful or disappointed. It's a lose-lose situation when interacting with this type of person. They are overly sensitive. They are unable to handle constructive criticism, and they are unable to recognize when the problem does not belong to them. Rather, they internalize it within. They often suffer from frustration, depression, anxiety, and other types of emotional distress and physical ailments. Now let's discuss the characteristics of people whose self-power is low or misdirected. People whose self-power is low or misdirected don't separate power from self-power. Because they haven't satisfied their need for self-power, they remain controlled by the outside world. They are insensitive. They're unaware that you cannot have a need to control others and at the same time be sensitive to that person. They feel powerful when they are feared. They don't understand the difference between being feared and being respected. They're critical. They see others as being weaker or lesser than themselves. This makes them less patient and less tolerant. They are egotistical. They are self-absorbed and they must always come first. They isolate themselves. They are unable to interact with others in a loving and meaningful way. They're mostly angry. They place undue burdens on themselves and create an unhappy atmosphere. And this atmosphere is like a cloud around them that they carry with them into all interactions and carry into other environments. They are not good delegators. They're not good listeners. They don't invest time in developing and maintaining good trusting relationships. They are insecure and they would deny having any insecurities and would reject anyone that may point that out to them. They are unable to empower others. Your journey through self-love and self-power using the GEM model as your guide led you to a destination where these feelings exist. They're there all of the time. This internal journey is never ending. But when you achieve that reasonable balance between your self-love and self-power, but when you achieve a reasonable balance between your self-love and your self-power, your ability to seize each opportunity to learn increases your understanding of yourself and others. It gives you a chance to be much more than you ever thought you could be. Next week's podcast will focus on Jim's second pair of needs, intimacy and solitude. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Most people think of intimacy as being sexual. There are actually eight stages of intimacy. Hmm. We will be discussing that next week. If you would like to submit a question or suggestion of a topic, you can email me at capital K, capital F, R is in red, A is in apple, and N is in Nancy. M is in Mary, A is in apple, the number one at gmail.com. And I'll do my best to answer as many questions as possible, and I'll also try to consider your topic. Have a safe and blessed week, and remember to be proud of who you are.